Kingdom Exhortations. November 2021. Read by John Morton. Good morning. Happy Thanksgiving. John 4, 43-54 presents the account of Jesus healing the royal official's son. This account provides insights into the character of Jesus, as well as an amazing contrast between the way Jesus deals with people of different situations in life, the lowly Samaritan woman at the well versus a man of royalty. It is interesting that when Jesus leaves Samaria, where he was received as the Messiah, he travels to his hometown where he knows he will receive very little honor. Quote, after the two days he left for Galilee. Now Jesus himself had pointed out that a prophet has no honor in his own country. Verses 43 and 44. Do you willingly go to the places where you receive little respect and honor? Most of us will go out of our way to avoid such places while we enjoy going to places where we are honored and spoken well of. Jesus, however, in a show of genuine love and humility, willingly goes to where he knows he will receive little honor and appreciation. The account continues with Jesus returning to the place where he turned water into wine. He is approached by a man of very high standing who is in desperate need of help that only Jesus can give. Quote, once more he visited Cana in Galilee where he had turned the water into wine. And there was a certain royal official whose son lay sick at Capernaum. Verse 46. We are told this man was royalty and yet he found himself in the unique position of having to beg for help. There are indeed many circumstances and situations that the Lord allows in our lives that no amount of money, status, or fame can fix. The only solution to these problems is Jesus Christ. Quote, When this man heard that Jesus had arrived in Galilee from Judea, he went to him and begged him to come and heal his son, who was close to death. Verse 47. Are you willing to humble yourself and go to Jesus with this same heart of desperation, knowing he is your only hope in this life and the next? Regrettably, many of us allow our pride and self-sufficiency to keep us from receiving Jesus and all he has for us. The response that Jesus gives the royal official is, at first glance, harsh and unexpected. The man is begging Jesus to keep his son from dying and yet Jesus rebukes him for unbelief. Quote, Unless you people see miraculous signs and wonders, Jesus told him, you will never believe. Verse 48. Why does Jesus respond to the man in this way? All of us can empathize with a parent's desperation for the healing of a dying child. Quote, The royal official said, Sir, come down before my child dies. Verse 49. We must understand that our first priority in coming to Jesus needs to be believing, knowing, and receiving him as our Lord and Savior. The man is, in fact, desiring Jesus not for himself, but for the miracle he can provide for his son. We need to come to Jesus and receive him for who he is first. We need him as our Savior and then our healer. Quote, Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. John 1 verse 12. Ultimately, Jesus meets the man where he is 
and gives him what he came for. Quote, Jesus replied, you may go, your son will live. The man took Jesus at his word and departed. Verse 50, Jesus assures the man of his son's well-being and sends him on his way. The man then leaves to return home, taking with him the most important thing in all human life. Quote, the man took Jesus at his word and departed. Verse 50, do you have a lifestyle of taking Jesus at his word? Do you actively study the scriptures and apply them to your life? It's important to note that when Jesus rebuked the man for his unbelief, the man did not get angry or storm away. If the man had been offended at Jesus, he would not have received the miracle he came for, nor his forthcoming salvation. This man is royalty and certainly not accustomed to begging and being treated in such a cursory manner. How often have we missed the blessing from Jesus because of pride, stubbornness, or unbelief? As the man is returning home, approximately a 20-mile journey, he is met by his servants with the incredible and joyous news that his son is alive. Remembering the words of Jesus, the man questions his servants as to when his son recovered. Quote, while he was still on the way, his servants met him with the news that his boy was living. When he inquired as to the time when his son got better, they said to him, the fever left him yesterday at the seventh hour. Verses 51 and 52. After a long journey to get to Jesus, the royal official is first rebuked by Jesus for unbelief and then given seven words by him and told to depart. Amazingly, the royal official does not ask questions or look for more assurances, but simply, quote, takes Jesus at his word and departs. Do you have this kind of simple and steadfast faith and assurance in the word of God, the Bible? After reading your Bible, do you depart in faith and obedience and do what it says? The story concludes with the father learning that his son's healing came at the exact time Jesus dismissed him with the assurance of his son's recovery. Upon hearing that news, the father comes to faith in Jesus Christ and immediately leads his entire family and servants to faith in Jesus as well. Quote, Then the father realized that this was the exact time at which Jesus had said to him, Your son will live. So he and all his household believed. This was the second miraculous sign that Jesus performed, having come from Judea to Galilee. Verses 53 and 54. The royal father deliberately asked the, quote, exact time his son was healed so that there would be no doubt that it was indeed Jesus who healed his son and that he was right to, quote, take Jesus at his word. The story ends with the most vital and important aspect of every human life, quote, so he and all his household believed. Have you believed and trusted in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and the salvation of your soul? Let us go now and determine to follow the example of our Lord Jesus Christ, seeking to be a blessing in places where we are not honored or appreciated. Remember, Jesus himself declared, quote, If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your brothers, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Matthew 5, verses 46 to 48. Pursue relationship with Jesus daily 
spending time with him in prayer and thanksgiving and Bible study. Confess your trust and reliance on him alone as opposed to status or money or position. When you come to Jesus in prayer, look to grow in your relationship with him first and then seek his miraculous blessings for your life. Quote, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Matthew 6, verse 33. When you come to Jesus with a request and do not receive what you have asked of him, continue to humble yourself before him and persist in your prayers. Sometimes he may rebuke you for some disobedience or pride in your heart. Do not get offended and give up. Your blessing may be one prayer away. Quote, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives. He who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be opened. Matthew 7, verses 7 and 8. Above all, we must emulate the Father in the story and increasingly, quote, take Jesus at his word. Have you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior for the forgiveness of your sins and the salvation of your soul? Jesus has given his word that there is no other way to eternal life but him alone. Give your life to Jesus today. Quote, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. John 14, verse 6. May God bless you all. Have a blessed and thankful Thanksgiving. Kingdom Exhortations are written by John Morton, Dave Anderson, and Tom Anderson. For more information about our ministry, please visit www.kingdomd.org. Make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness, knowledge, and to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, perseverance, and to perseverance, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But if anyone does not have them, he is nearsighted and blind, and has forgotten that he has been cleansed from past sins. 2 Peter 1 verses 5 through 9